Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? My name is Noah, and today I'm joined by my lovely wife, Liz. Yeah. Hello, Liz. Hello, Noah. How are we doing? How are you doing? We're doing great. Yeah? Yeah. So, full disclosure, we I already mentioned on my interview with Ziri that it was Mother's Day. So, we're doing both these interviews, or we're doing both these podcasts today. So, it's Mother's Day. Yeah. How's your Mother's yeah. Day? Fantastic. Yeah? Yeah. What is your number one thing you wanted to get out of this Mother Day? Mother's Day. Mother Day. Mother Day. <laughs> um, I think I just, uh, gosh, yeah. I didn't think about this ahead of time or anything. No, I'm but, putting you on the spot. Yeah. I think what I wanted to get out of it is kind of similar to how we celebrate a lot of our holidays, which is not feeling obligated to do anything. Yeah. Just like take a load off and mm -hmm. maybe relax a little bit as far as like maybe eat more junk foody kind of stuff and like just yeah well not even like the junk food per se but yeah i mean yeah. that's it just so happens that this is a bit more of a relaxed day for us in that sense yeah um but i think not feeling obligated to come out like of the bedroom so you just let me chill in there for for as long as i wanted yeah um which i My don't gift do yeah <laughs> well and then yeah. you know you went and you picked up breakfast which that was huge so like that was like one of the biggest things too and then i could just chill in there and we have a tv in our bedroom so i could kind of we do be on my phone and and we've just like be lazy yeah okay yeah so just kind of maxing and relaxing mm -hmm. main goal yeah yeah and that is for a lot of our holidays mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and well i was gonna say too like you were with me for uh, most of it and then obviously ziri's here mm -hmm. so like you know you went and tended to her yeah so mm -hmm. it was kind of nice just to be by myself for a little bit too so, good yeah just no pressure i just like not yeah. any pressure high anxiety day yeah okay yeah because then i i feel like anything that i want to do feels more easeful and right because i still was doing stuff like i still have to prep for tomorrow like yeah. i have to prep for the work week and we're doing our podcast which that counts is you know yeah. some level of work yeah so um but yeah, there's just the way I go about it. It just seems so much more pleasant, I guess. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and I don't feel, well, like sometimes, even though I don't, I don't like um, when, when I do this, but like, I'll feel like, I don't know if resentful is the right word, but like, you know, I won't want to do my prep for the week or something like, yeah. on, or like if it's like a normal day. Like, yeah. or like, like doing the dishes, mm -hmm. which like is so really insignificant. Like, 
Sounds like they're being done right now. They are. They are being (laughs) done right now. But like, like sometimes that'll be something that'll be. (laughs) Yeah. By doing the dishes, you mean putting soap in the dishwater and turning the dial. I mean, emptying it. Yeah. That is more of a task. I mean, emptying it, which I plan to do today. But yeah, it just, it feels different. Like, and it could be just Mm -hmm. my mindset, which we talk a whole lot about. Right. So like on a day where I have work and then I have to come home and empty the dishwasher when it's like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Right. Like, yeah, I'm much more joyous and like, oh, I'll do the dishes. Mm hmm. And yeah. So, I mean, which is like, feels like a stupid spoiled thing to talk about, but first world problems yeah but i mean in either case it happens it gets done i -hmm. just yes we have a very nice and tidy abode here Mm -hmm. so things get done we do the things that need to be done oh yes yeah and just today i'm just in a very relaxed coming from a relaxed place of positivity well good so well so i want to talk to you Thanks for asking. M- yeah. <laughs> Thanks for sharing. On this Mother's Day, it's not a really related topic, but I want to reestablish, because I don't think we've really talked about this from the first ep- episode. I almost said episode. It's like a <laughs> it's like a pet peeve of mine. Uh-oh. I'm not going to go into it. Um, I, I want to talk again, reiterate, clarify, however you want to say it, what this podcast is for back to square Kay. one all right what are we doing here wait you're asking me or you're just putting it out there i was putting it out there but now i'm asking you <laughs> <laughs> okay so <laughs> why do we why do we make this up this podcast aside from we, you know someday we thought we might be able to make money off of it yeah we we made this podcast because we thought we'd offer a unique perspective by capturing where we are in our lives right now, which is in process of quitting our jobs. Where yeah. like a lot of people who have podcasts, I feel like, you know, they present themselves as very successful mm-hmm. and kind of like they've arrived and here's their advice and this is what you need to do. Yeah. Like to be like them. Because they've mm-hmm. already done what they need to do. They're still probably growing and like changing and developing and all of that Mm -hmm. um but i think you wanted to be transparent about like we don't have all the answers just kind of sharing the journey and Mm -hmm. having valuable content hopefully along the way but like we are in the middle of doing all of what we're trying to talk about like and make it work is that kind of way yeah I mean, I know that's, if that's not what you're looking for, I know that's part of it. Yeah. I have a, I have a lot of thoughts about it, but yeah, I think that's a pretty good synopsis. Yeah. Because, well, one for me, like the process, I think you would be comfortable saying that like a lot of the things I learned are, were, I mean, of course there was a lot of conversations between us involved as well, but like the the genesis of what we're trying to do with our lives. A lot of it came from what I was learning from like podcasts and audiobooks and things like that. And then from there, our conversations together and what, how we wanted to shape and mold our future because of that. But the, so like I said, the, the genesis coming from the information I was hearing 
a lot of it from podcasts. And Mm -hmm. while, of course, I didn't listen to every podcast there is, all the ones that rang the truest to me that I learned the most from had some similar perspectives and some similar attributes and were missing some things from my perspective. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, like you said, they were so... Maybe from my perspective, looking at them, they had arrived. Not sure. necessarily. Right. That's what I mean. Explaining. But... Yeah, right. No, I'm not correcting you. I'm just saying like there's a thing called the arrival syndrome. And I'm not claiming that the people I've learned from have the arrival syndrome where it's like we're here where they're at a place where they're not learning anymore because they think they know everything there is to know. Right. That's I didn't know claim. that was a thing. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. um, Nelson Nash talks about it, actually. Um, Huh. uh, It's something to avoid. (laughs) You don't want to. Oh, right. And that's why I was was trying to say, like, it it seems like they present themselves that way. And, like, I can get it to a point. You want to feel like you have somewhat, like, authority on the matter that you're talking. Right. A bit. Like. Yeah. Like, so I don't think I'm not trying to say that any of the people are really claiming that outrightly. But, like, just from our perspective like as you're listening mm-hmm. they seem like successful people who are working for themselves which is right. kind of like for us right. part of our i mean not not that that's an actual end goal be. yeah they're where we're yeah where we aren't yet right right yes in our minds <laughs> but i think the people that i connect with the most are always learning and growing yes because we are, we are both drawn to growth oriented people and growth mindset and learning lifelong learners that that kind of thing yes but yeah there is a danger of like yeah the arrival syndrome like getting to a point where you're like oh i got this licked i i know it front to back yeah like that's a dangerous place to be because that's where did you hear about that you um, said nelson nash it's not the first time I heard of it, but he's the one who really drove it home. And plus, I've been really diving deep on that lately. So I've okay. really been listening to the um, Banking with Life podcast a lot. Plus, we just bought the Banking with Life DVD from um, InfiniteBanking.org. And we're getting ready to watch the the whole IBC seminar given by Nelson Nash. And that's one of his four or five pillars is to avoid the arrival syndrome. Right. So to always be in basically a position to learn and grow. More or less, that's what it's saying. It's once you think you've mastered something, you're putting yourself in a really dangerous position because especially like so okay, you can master let's say tic-tac-toe, right? Like cuz there's only there's a limited amount of things that you can do in tic-tac-toe. There's only so many moves. Yeah. There's only nine spots you can start with. And then you've got the sequential follow-up moves. You know, after that first spot, then there's only eight more moves that can come next. So you can figure out how many ways a tic-tac-toe game can play out. When you're talking about anything significant, you're talking about millions of... Like, even chess. Yeah. Like, even chess, you could have the arrival syndrome in. Like, okay, you can write an algorithm that figures all... But anything having to do with real life, there's nearly infinite possibilities with and so to think that you have it just all figured out is a dangerous mindset because there's probably plenty you don't know and that can even apply to life insurance agents 
who think they know everything there is to know about life insurance but have never heard of the infinite banking concept yeah um, well so oh so, uh, sorry you have yeah no, more. no go ahead. i was just gonna add that whether or not we knew this was a reason for the podcast i think a big part of it was to make other connections oh that yep that is true yeah that was like a yeah one of our goals for ourselves so yeah we, we could talk about that too i m- mostly i was thinking about why are we doing it why are we creating this for other people but oh sure for ourselves yeah well another reason we do it for ourselves is because the best way to learn something is to teach it i mean have you ever heard that yes that one i have yes no i'm not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not talking down i'm just saying yeah, yeah. but yeah c- yeah the connections like we have made some really great connections already just from people emailing us and things like that and the people it's opened the doors for us to like interview some really awesome people that we might mm-hmm. not otherwise uh we have a really awesome interview coming up soon i'm gonna save that as a surprise uh i would guess that most people listening to this podcast have no idea who the person is but he's he's very well renowned in his own industry but it's an industry i never talk about on here <laughs> all side passion of mine but yeah um That'll be hold that for later. Yep, that'll be a surprise later. But yeah, so, so f- basically, I listen to all these podcasts about building cash flow to become financially independent, and I felt like there were. <laughs> I I feel like I'm trying to make myself sound smarter than I really am when I say it this way, but I I call it a market inefficiency because that's what it is. It's like podcasting is a market. And I noticed two things that I would have wanted from it when I was where I was and still to this day, probably in the podcast I was listening to, to teach myself how to build cash flow to become financially independent. And those two were one, what you mentioned, which was someone who's not there yet. Someone who hasn't quote unquote arrived going through the Mm -hmm. process, someone who's still failing not like in a failure sense, but like still messing up along the way, still learning. And so we were just, we were newbies in our industry. We're yeah. still kind of newbies. I mean, we're, we're not established by any means. I mean, we've done a lot. We've, we've had a lot of successes and things like that. But so number one was someone who is starting from scratch more, more or less. Yeah. Um, even though at the point when we started, we'd been doing it for like a year and three months or something like that. We had had, when we started, we'd had like three or four sales or something like that. So that's like nothing basically. And then the other thing that I felt was missing was people talking about actual numbers. Like, yeah. And that's another show I want to do soon is like share yeah. where we are with our accounts and our, all that kind of stuff. I didn't expand on that, but that's what I meant by transparency. Yeah. Yeah. So um, just like us being forthcoming and be like, we sold, we bought this property for this and we sold it for that. And we have this much in this bank account and this is what we're doing. And then tying into that IBC and the way we're funding our business and how that works and what we're doing with that. And I've just, I've been... Like I said, I've been delving back into that a lot lately and learning a lot more and even the mistakes we've made with that. And um, maybe that's its own episode as well. But probably I don't know. I just feel like 
there's so much for us to offer that I don't get anywhere else. You know, we're not newlyweds by any means, but you know, we're, we're a young couple. We just celebrated our seventh anniversary. So when we started this, we hadn't even celebrated our sixth yet when we started this podcast. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we've got sharing how this whole financial endeavor affects us as a married couple. We Mm -hmm. have, we have what, I mean, I don't know, like lower middle class paying jobs and we're trying to do this, which, you know, a lot of the people who take the leap to try to create their own businesses are more like, um, you know, dentists and like six figure salary type people who feel a little bit more secure financially to take the leap. So I don't think there's a lot of people with our income (laughs) that try to do this. That try to do a podcast about it? That try to... to, Well, definitely, yeah, definitely not that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but I think there's plenty that would would like to, but don't think they can. Yeah. We offer a lot of value. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. Yeah, no, I mean, so, and then, so, and then recently what I was, I, I was trying to recategorize our podcast in my mind and we so we we have like two what i would say are our two like pillars that we always go back to cuz those are our financial fundamental process not processes not mo systems <laughs> I don't know. but like i mean we have the infinite banking concept which concept which is how we fund everything and we have the land business which is how mm-hmm. we're trying to grow our wealth mhm and those will feed into each other. And I might go back and explain that in a few minutes. But, and then, so those are like our two actions. Those are yeah. our, our, our two money growing pillars yeah. that we always talk about. I like the word pillar. Thanks. Yeah, pillars. But I also mm-hmm. think we have two conceptual pillars that aren't mm. those two things. Okay. And one is mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the other is financial management so what are we doing with our money and why and how do we think about things to help again those are two things that feed back into each other yeah it's an upward spiral our our mindset definitely fuels the way we think about our money and the way we approach our money and when we find success financially that definitely makes it easier to have to continue to grow our mindsets. Yeah. So. Four pillars. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the two conceptual pillars and the two actionable pillars. Yeah. Right? Sure. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So it, it's, I never thought going into this that we were going to be like a mindset pod, podcast because I don't know what value that offers because you can get mindset from audiobooks and plenty of well, places yeah and other podcasts and yeah but yeah i think realizing the importance of that was a major step for us um well we maybe the can't first step. not talk about it on here yeah either right i mean because it is so important yeah so we're not like coaches in that way oh, like no, no, we're no. not so uh, you we're know padawans 
Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's also like, yeah, the maybe the unique a unique content we offer yeah. because we are still so new to all of that. And like yeah. making our thoughts become actions and mm-hmm. so and the the goal is that it's working and then yeah. sharing sharing that or yeah. you know inspiring that or inspiring people right yeah um, thoughts become things and so we try to do both here i mean we and i don't think we sound i well i hope we don't sound like preachy or something like you have to think like this or something but it's more like this is how we've been thinking and these are the results we've been getting and like and what we think is important and things like that and so um so yeah we like and we realize that the most important thing we can do really for anyone who is where we are around where we are before where we are is just share the ways we fuck up (laughs) really like what what did we do wrong how do we stumble because what is it i'm i'm gonna get this quote wrong and i don't know who it's by but it's like a smart man learns from his mistakes a wise man learns from others mistakes have you heard that Mm -mm. i don't think so something like that or maybe it's intelligent and wise or something but yeah so yeah if if you if anybody listening you guys you quit heads can learn a lesson from us before having to go through it then that's a success for us i mean that's yeah that's pretty amazing i'm trying to think if we actually do share a whole lot about our failures i guess we had a whole episode about it we could do it another one again (laughs) (laughs) i don't well yeah um because i think we do get caught up in trying to share new things and like yeah, well, we try to keep um, a positive attitude, and not that yeah. messing up is bad because that's the only way to, you grow. Yeah. But no, I, I think one of the most valuable valuable things we can do, especially because like we take, I was thinking about this the other day too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most of our friends and close family would say what we're doing with our money and our business is us taking a big risk. And I think the reason that is, is because they don't really understand what we're doing. Because I feel like what we're doing is way less risk averse than the standard way of life. Like, yeah, get a job, invest in 401k. Right. Hope to retire, depending on the market kind of thing. To me, the risk of that was slowly exposed and then one day hit me in the face like a frying pan and was like ouch that's that's the risky way of life just because everybody does it doesn't mean it's not risky Mm -hmm. and for us to find a new way that if we if we stick to it and we don't quit will in my opinion guarantee financial success in the future and the ability to retire if and when we want and like actual yeah wealth if we independence want. yeah and financial independence like it's the freedom true, yeah freedom that's what we want ultimately yeah in so many aspects oh yeah but yeah. for us and for everybody the right more freedom we can spread the better for us yeah. but yeah just to realize that like Everybody else is risky and looks at you like you're stupid for doing the stable 
true wealth growing, true financial independence path for yourself, even though it's harder. Yeah. And it feels less stable when you're quitting your job and things like that. Like Mm -hmm. that's just because of how you've been brought up and told how things work, even though everybody tells you wrong because they don't understand for themselves. Yeah. So (laughs) you sounded sad when you said that. Well, yeah. Because because that's how all of our best friends and family live their life. Yeah. Well, (laughs) 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 yeah. Well, just because I want the best for everybody. So, yeah. So do I. I mean, and I'm learning to care less what people think because, like, I believe in what we're doing and everything, but I, I want, even if they don't understand it, yeah, I want them to. You mean care less what people think about what we're doing? Correct. Because yeah, you, we both care about what people think. Yeah. 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 Like we've talked about how we get so passionate about the land business and IBC, and would welcome any of our friends and family to take a deep dive conversation about it, but really have yet to do so. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, <laughs> maybe in a way, this is a self-serving outlet for us because yeah. we get to share it with yeah. with somebody, anybody yeah. listening. It's out there anyway. Well, um, when I first started learning about it, I think I've mentioned this before. I did like to talk about it more, but it was just forced and people. Right. Exactly. Think I'm stupid and. <laughs> yeah. Don't really care. Right. But, you know, it's not about so, me. So, yeah, that was the sad feeling i guess right obviously we feel like this is a valuable thing to share or we wouldn't be doing this right and so when you feel like you have that you're compelled to want to talk about it and right hope someone takes some interest in it we do get yeah it's not that we get zero interest but no people People are intrigued yeah but not enough to learn (laughs) Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's it's We're more than amusing. a one step process. So it's like, oh, interesting. Tell me more. And then they're like, well, not that much more. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, no, I th- I feel to me that we are providing a pretty valuable resource for people. Like, where else? Do, and I I truly believe that like assuming this podcast goes on three, four years in the future, whatever, like there'll be a point where we are where the other people I was listening to on the podcast were, where Mm -hmm. we're in the enviable financial situation and we're working for ourselves and just, you know, got everything running like a smooth machine and well-oiled machine. Yes. There you go. That's the phrase I was looking for. Um, But yeah, maybe at that point, all this free content we're giving you guys will be behind a paywall. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Download it, record it now while it's free. But yeah. um, And also, yeah, we, we're not, we're not doing advertisements right now or anything, but no, I I think, I I think it's inevitable because like I said, uh, the land business, it grows every month. We're not stopping. I'm not going to quit. There's, there's no place for it to go, but, up and while i might not be where i had hope or expected when we first started in november of 2017 like our success is 
undeniable. It's like we've done some pretty amazing things with uh mm-hmm. with our not pretty amazing incomes <laughs> and this is gonna say humble yeah but yeah <laughs> but i mean you know and not like any grueling work or anything like that i mean it takes a lot of education and hours put in and stuff like that but nothing intolerable yeah. was not driven us to a point of insanity or depression or anything we i know you and i've talked about how it's got to be easier than someone who's opening up like a bar or a restaurant oh yeah like think about how many people do that like local restaurants local coffee shops yeah you want to talk about a saturated market like yeah people worried about too many people in land investing how many bars are in town (laughs) (laughs) well but like i feel like in in going through this process how much harder that much must be right if, if you don't know much about it to begin with like if you're not you have employees if, you have to find yeah. you're dealing with food licensing yeah um a structure uh like yep. i mean so much contracts fire all. hazards uh yeah so i feel like if people are willing to do that and like go that distance right like really in a lot of ways we have it easy not that it's not a hustle and not hard work but like yeah this is why we're doing this and not opening a restaurant or a yeah I mean. another another thing from the nelson nash book uh when you start a new business this is um he said this is like from the japanese culture japanese business culture but it's like a rule of thumb basically in business that it's the first five years you should expect not to earn profit and then like you're basically yeah you you won't you won't make any money the first five years. And then in the, any business, in any saying? business. Okay. And then the next five years, all your profits need to go back. When you finally start making profit, all those profits need to go back into the business. And then after that is when you start to actually be able to utilize the profits. So like 10, 10 years mm-hmm. before you start taking profits, not in our business. I mean, okay. If, if you look at it dollar per dollar, Technically, we haven't broken even. I mean, if if you don't count our contracts as money and you don't count our land that we still own as an asset worth X amount of dollars, then we've put in more than we've taken out. So that's true. But, I mean, we could sell our contracts at a loss, you know, however long that would take. Let's say it would take a month. I could probably find a land investor. Actually, I got a letter from a land investor within the last month who said they'll buy all of our properties from us if they want if we want i could sell them at a loss and we would more than break even we'd cut our ties with a probably a pretty significant profit so technically i mean depending on how you look at it (laughs) we've made profit already yes yes it's a long way of going about saying that (laughs) but that's a little well we have cash flow we do have cash flow we do almost Well, I think our next episode, I'd like to discuss all of our numbers because we haven't done that for a while because we haven't done our quarterly reviews. reviews. Right. We haven't done the podcast, but we also haven't even done it. So yeah. yep. <laughs> we're not we're not holding out on you guys. We just, um, you know, what kind of whirlwind this year has been. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we slacked on that. So there you have we it. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we're not perfect. Yeah. So. So, yeah, I don't know. Did did we fully cover everything? Did. What's this podcast about? <laughs> yeah. 
I think so. Okay. I mean, and if there's anything that our audience wants to know too, Mm -hmm. we don't get a whole lot of suggestions, but if people have questions, we're happy to entertain. That's true. Any of that. That's true. And maybe, well, uh, if you have a friend that you think might be interested in this uh, podcast, this might be a good episode to share with them because we're basically telling them what the show is. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. uh, it would be a good a good shareable episode uh, for someone yeah. that you think might be interested. If you're if you're wanting, you know, your close friends and family to have the possibility for financial f- freedom in the future, that's something. That would be good to you. <laughs> Tell them about this episode. And uh, that would be neat. So do you feel like we're pretty good at accomplishing what the podcast is about and sharing that? And like, I think we are. I think, I think sometimes that it's not 100% clear how what we're talking about ties into when like creating cash flow to quit your job. But I think it is all related. Like, and... So sometimes I try to, at the end of an episode, say like, so how's this tie in and yeah. things like that. I've noticed, because, yeah. Because I think like, well, what is, how does reviewing one of the seven habits, <laughs> yeah, seven habits of highly effective people, how's that help me quit my job? Well, it does. So there. I mean like. So there. Yeah. Well, because it's one of our pillars. Maybe yeah. we need to talk about our pillars. <laughs> I guess it's four pillars then, right? Yeah. But yeah, because you have to have the right mindset. If you're not, if you don't have the right mindset, then it doesn't matter what industry you try. You're you're not going to be a successful business person unless you know you collude with the government. But that's another podcast. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but another time. <laughs> another time. Yeah. So it do, it is important, and there you're not going to be able to become a success in general, let alone financially or other, uh, without starting with at least the ability to put yourself temporarily from time to time in the right mindset. And that takes work. Yeah. So. Yeah. um, I'm trying to even think about people who I think are very successful. At least, I mean, we're all human. We all have bad days. mm Mm-hmm. But the people I want to be like seem awesome. Like. Yeah. Like have great mindsets. Have. Mm Mm-hmm. So I want to emulate that. Yeah. Like so while it's not always like, okay, here we are on when can I quit my job and uh today's step, step twenty five, you need to do this. And then next episode, step twenty six, you need to do this. It's that's not what it is. It's it's you know, and I'm not trying to like impart our worldview on maybe we are a little bit, but <laughs> it's like certain things have to be present in your personality to even begin the venture or you know, you can blame the industry, you can blame the economy, or you can blame this or that, but it's really, it starts with you. You get what you deserve. You do. I think that sounds like a good, a good title for an episode. Yeah. Too late. Already oh. did it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's why we're yeah, here. That's why we're here for you guys. Yep. And for us. Yeah. Eventually, we're gonna start charging you guys. It's it's mutual. Twenty dollars per mutual. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Symbiotic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anything else? No, I think that covers it. Hope everyone wow. has a great week. Indeed, we'll talk to you next week. Peace out. Peace.
Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job? Please remember to support the show by visiting whencanIquitmyjobshow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only.